Welcome to another episode of The Sarah Scoop Show. I'm your host, Sarah Ruhlman, here to give you the scoop. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Sarah Scoop Show. My guest today is Katherine Dunn from Big Brother. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know that there are a ton of Big Brother fans that want to talk to you, but then also just life in general. So first off, let's kick it back to last summer when you were living in that Big Brother yeah. Um How did that all start for you? Well, they reached out to me on Instagram, which is crazy, because... Um, you know, of course, like, there is, like, the whole, uh, you know, there's two different ways, I guess, to get on the show. Like, some people, they apply from, I guess, you know, from ground zero, they go to the website and apply. But then whenever they're trying to fill, like, different archetypes for the show and different stereotypes, they also do recruiting. So I was recruited, which is, like, kind of taboo to talk about, but I don't really, I don't really have a filter as far as that stuff goes, so I'm pretty open about it. They reached out to me over an Instagram DM, and then they said that, you know, they were looking for people like me to fill a slot that they're looking for and I still had to go through the application process and everything it it wasn't like they just like reached out to me and I was like plucked and then put on the show like I still had to put in my application I still had to uh send in a video and all that kind of stuff but but yeah but it was a lot of fun it was a dream come true yeah so going into the show then you were already like excited about it or do you feel like you were one of the super fans uh no I definitely wasn't a super fan before the show um, I did as much research as I could because I'm um, kind of, I don't know, whenever I get like obsessed with something, I like live and breathe it. So I watched as much of the show that I could. Also, I didn't watch TV before I went on the show just because I, um, I, it's not really, I'm not like one of those people that like binge watch Netflix all the time. Um, I didn't even own a TV until I got reached out to and then I was like, okay, well shit, I guess I gotta like go buy a TV so I can watch the show. Oh, I... When I bought a TV, I watched season 20, season 19, and some of season 16, and then um, studied as much as I could uh, as far as, like, I would look up, like, the best game moves, the worst game moves, the best gameplay, the best house guests of all time, worst house guests of all time, like, and also, like, the BB Wikipedia page is, like, a huge help when I was, like, I would, like, look up, I would find out, like, who the best uh, game players were, like, in the history of Big Brother, and I would just, like, study their Wikipedia pages. So I did, I definitely did my, my work, but there's some people that, I mean, now that I'm like really in it, um, there's a lot of people that, I mean, they've been watching Big Brother since season one and they know everything. So I can't really say that I was like, even though I was a fan, like even now that I know as much as I do, it's still even hard saying that I'm a super fan because there's some people that like have studied, lived and breathed it since season one. What are you thinking about this season right now with the All-Stars? Is it, like, do you have some favorites? I know your tweets kind of give it, like, give it away a little bit of who you're rooting for, <laughs> but who are, who are you rooting for now? I'm rooting for a lot of people. It's more of, like, who I'm not rooting for. <laughs> and, I don't mean that, and I don't mean that in, like, a way of, like, oh, I'm not rooting for that person. Um, I'm rooting for the people that I know personally, and that's pretty much everyone <laughs> except for uh, Memphis, Kevin, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I guess I'm, as, at this point, I'm rooting for everyone except for Memphis and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, kind of. Well, but it sounds bad. Um, I would, as far as, like, who I think is in a really good position to win, um, it kind of varies. I thought that Danny Donato was in, a, was in a great position to win, except for her game's kind of been, 
if you, I don't know, I don't want to spoil anything for the people watching if they're not live feeders, <laughs> but her, her game is not a winning game at this moment, but she could always recover, but she's getting kind of caught in some crossfires here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Tyler's playing a winning game, but it really just matters on if he can uh, lay low and not be a threat because he really is such, I, I really think he is such a mastermind when it comes to the game. And if anyone watched his season, then they know that. So I don't know, I don't even know how he's made it this far two weeks in without being targeted, but I think he's playing a winning game. And then also I think that Bailey's in a really good position to win too. So, I don't know. But I'm also an Ian Terry stan. And I'm also really rooting for Janelle. But those are two that I think that they have such a target on their back, they're not gonna make it to the final five. Is it like you probably have such a different perspective after actually living it and then watching kind of than we do sometimes it's like why did they do that but then I'm sure once you're in that house living it you're like I get it now yeah it's well yes except for I'm still watching the live feeds and still wondering why Nicole Anthony's doing the things that she's doing still wondering why David's doing the things he's doing like I mean I do I do know that house does a lot to your mindset and it is hard to uh I don't know like I I, realistically because I've been there I know why they're acting crazy but it's also hard as a fan watching to be like I don't know I I definitely judge them just as much as everyone else is judging them so you how has your life changed I mean think about it like from where are you at today from where you were last year when you were about to enter the house or had already left the house like what's happened with your life it's really changed for the better I'm so grateful for CBS and the opportunity that they gave me and also grateful for um the big brother fandom for embracing me um because they could have easily been like this girl's annoying like I don't know because because the big brother fandom's crazy and they will cancel someone like that so I'm really lucky that I didn't get canceled for anything I don't know um but also just the fact that they embraced me and they love me and um I don't know it's been such a great experience I mean I don't know I like I I feel like yes okay so I remember like a good example was like this is kind of like dark in a way but okay so not my past birthday because that was after Big Brother but my birthday before Big Brother I remember I had like and also this is in January so it's not even around the same time but but you know, just setting the scene. So I remember it was my 29th birthday. It was before I went on the show and I was working a nine to five job. I was a workaholic. That's another reason why I never watched TV is because I would work literally from like 9am to like 9pm at night. And I was like, I just remember being so stressed out that day. I like cried. I like, like my friends like weren't even really there for my birthday. Like it was like, it was a really bad day for a birthday. And then Fast forward to my 30th birthday, and it was after I'd been on Big Brother. I remember I was, like, partying in Mexico with a bunch of people that I, you know, had met after the show. And it was, like, they were, like, those types of people that you just, like, bond with immediately and, like, you know that they're your people. And I remember, like, I would, like, be, like, laughing so hard that my stomach was hurting and we were all, like, having so much fun. And I was, like, wow, like, how much things can change in a year. Like, this time last year, I was, like, crying on my birthday. Like, I didn't really have any friends. Like, or I did, but it was all, like, whatever. I was working way too much. And then fast forward, like, a year later, and I was, like, living my best life um which I mean and it, but it goes beyond like the whole like party mode it was really just like I guess just like the mindset that I was in um big brother really allowed me to I think to become a better person and to get a lot of my confidence back um and also learn how to become more independent too 
Yeah, I think that's really a good message, though, to share with people. I mean, a lot of people, like you said, oh, year, your life can completely change in a year. So stay optimistic. And especially now, like, I hate that. I mean, of course, everyone hates that we're in COVID right now because everything's mm -hmm. shut down. So it's also kind of hard to think. Like, I remember, too, um, you know, when I first got off the show, I would go somewhere and people would be like, oh, my gosh, you're Cat from Big Brother. And then I was, like, quarantined for, like, four months. So then I forgot that people, like, recognized me whenever I went places, which sounds really, really bad. But, but then I'm like, this, uh, now that things are opening back up, I remember going to the American Girl doll store with uh, my niece and this girl or this lady and her daughter came up to me and were like, oh my gosh, can we get a picture with you? And I was like, why? Like, what? I was so confused because I forgot that I like been on this TV show. So I don't know. So I definitely get that like right now, like, I mean, it's so like hard to get like caught up in like the whole like boring day to day. But um, I think also my big brother experience fitting in with that um, kind of taught me how to like see the good in every day because there you know when you're stuck in your house whether you're in the big brother house or you're like quarantined like it does take a mental toll on you so i kind of i guess i had a little bit of practice before we we're all quarantined in our houses but um but it definitely kind of taught me how to see the good in every day and how to make the most of it even whenever you like don't have the backyard for days and i don't know it was a great experience so I want to talk a little bit about um, your podcast that mm -hmm. you recently launched. I would yeah. just love for you to share like what inspired your podcast. I've had such a good time listening to it. I like how just real you are and open and you just kind of tell it like it is. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I feel it's weird because I'm like, I don't watch TV, but then I was on a TV show and I don't listen to podcasts, but now I'm a podcast. So I don't know, <laughs> like a walking, uh, I don't know, I'm like an oxymoron, I guess. But um, yeah, but it was, so it all started when I was doing my Instagram lives this summer, because also during quarantine, I wanted to think of a way that I could bring a smile to people's faces um, during a time that a lot of people are struggling with mental health and, you know, depression, anxiety from being locked in their house all day. Um, and I knew also that a lot of people were uh, really wanting to get some Big Brother news because the Big Brother season was looking to be postponed or, and we didn't even know at that time if it was going to be canceled. Uh, so I started doing these Instagram lives where I'd go live with the Big Brother uh, house guest every evening for like an hour. And we would just like talk about Big Brother, what they've been up to since the show, if they would ever go back on the show, which I didn't even know that there was even like an all-star season in the works at that time. Um, and uh, it was such a big hit and so many people really enjoyed it. Um, so I used that whole, I guess, momentum into launching my own podcast, which is Conspire Way Bitches with Kat Ben. And um, it's been a huge success. I we, Right now I'm just talking pretty much everything Big Brother because my life is Big Brother and that's all I do. Um, um, but I do want to eventually cover, um, like, more reality TV, pop culture news, um, also bring in more conspiracy theories, because I love talking about conspiracy theories. So, yeah. But right now, if you listen, it's, like, literally just all Big Brother news. Yeah. No, I love that, though. I think it's great to hear someone cover Big Brother that has been on Big Brother mm -hmm. and kind of gives, like, a different perspective. Um, with that being said, do you have advice for people that want to live in the Big Brother house? I mean, I know that won't be this summer, but in the future, um, just even like getting on the show or when they're in the house, mm -hmm. like things that you've learned. Well, yeah. So I wanted to, um, I actually want to do a podcast about this because I get, so especially since I'm so um, outspoken about being a recruit, I feel like um, 
sometimes I get a lot of hate for it, which I'm like, y'all, like, don't hate the player, hate the game. But, um, but I, I, I personally think it's great because so many people are just like, they don't, they don't tell the truth. And like, people mm -hmm. follow you, they get to know you because they want to yeah. hear what really happened. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I mean, like, I get, I guess I get hate. It's, it's not even like, I guess that I get hate. It's like, it's like they, it's like CBS or yeah, like CBS gets hate yeah. for recruiting people. And then I am like, since I'm like, I'm a recruit. They're like, I hate recruits. But, and then they also like to blame recruits for the, for the fact that like they didn't get cast, which mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I want to, I want to eventually do my homework so I can like do a deep dive into this, I guess you can say. Um, because I don't think it's about like the recruits necessarily taking the spots from these people that are applying on these super fans. I think it's about like the certain like archetypes that they're looking for that, that like they're going to find someone like that no matter what, whether they're a recruit or a someone who uh, applied from ground, from ground zero or what. Uh, but it's really about standing out in your uh, interview and in the casting process and being like knowing what they're looking for, but being like a more extreme version of that. So for me, like my archetype was <laughs> very wrong, come to find out, but they were casting like the young, like the hot blonde, um, you know, bombshell type person, like Southern Belle, whatever. So during my interviews, like I played that up, like I was like in full out hair and makeup, like, you know, teased curled hair, um, you know, tight dress, like the whole bit, like looked, looked sexy, whatever. But then whenever they got to know me, I, they got to know my personality. So it was like, that was like that archetype that they were looking for. But then they're like, okay, wait, but she's like a more extreme version of like, like, a, like but be different. So like be like, when you're like going through the process, whether it's like you, filling out your um, application, you sitting in your videos, like be like who, like look at Big Brother, look at the different archetypes that you, they usually look for because it's very, it's every year they always have like the token nerd, the token blonde, the token jock, all that. So like think of like who you identify with and like be like an extreme version of that, but then like bring in your own personality too. So it sets you apart. Um, I remember like on my application, one of the questions was, what would you do if Big Brother made you famous? And instead of like answering like probably anyone else did, I answered, what would Big Brother do if I made them famous? So it's like things like that, that it's like, okay, wait, like that's not like, that's not like a typical answer that we give. So there's something different about this girl. So I don't know, just like different like, things to like try to stand out. Um, and then once you get, I mean, that's like the big name of the game is going through the audition process. That's even harder than being in the house. Um, I guess also my best piece of advice for people looking to be on the show, whenever, if they're, once they, find their archetype, they become an extreme version of that while bringing in their own personality traits. Um, go Like if you're going through the whole, uh, um, I guess like interview process, final or semifinals, finals, that whole thing, um, you have to like never let any doubt come in your mind that you're not gonna get it. Like it's cause for me, like I remember when I sent in my, um, my initial application to get on the show, like that next day I went shopping for outfits to wear to my final interview, even though they had it, I hadn't even had my Skype interview yet. I just like knew I was like, okay, it's like, this is what's going on. Like they already gave me the dates of like, okay, if things go well, then this is like, I know that I'm going to be going to finals in like two months from now. Like, I mean, I never let that like enter my mind that there was an op that they were not going to say yes. Uh, and I think that that whole like power of positive thinking has a lot to do with it too. So. And like manifesting it. Mm -hmm. Oh Yeah. Because life is a simulation, so. <laughs> well, I'm kind of kidding. I, I was going to say I was kidding, but I don't even know at this point. We don't know. <laughs> but I like the positive, like, you're just, yes, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so then once you're in the house, um, what do you think is, like, 
best advice for lasting? I mean, you played a good game. Like, is there things you would have done different? Like, are you proud of the game you played? I am proud of the game that I played. And I think that if I were to go back, I would probably play a similar game, <laughs> but better. Um, but I played a floater game. Like I was part of the Cliffs Angels Alliance, but I also was a mole for grateful and for six shooters, which, you know, hate it or love it. That's what kept me safe. Cause I knew that, cause my gameplay at that, when I went in, which also was not my gameplay that I expected to play. This is something that I had to come up with like on the fly. So luckily I had done enough research of the game that I knew the basics of a floater game but um like I I knew that like people if they feel like they can use you then they'll keep you around at least for a number you know and they and so I tried to be like that person that everyone thought was like their little bitch <laughs> but um but even, so even though I was like in an alliance like I was very much like I would gravitate towards the power and I think that that's a really, for me, I think that that's like a safe game to play, whether people love it or hate it. Um, so I'd probably play a similar game, but I think I would be a lot better now knowing what I know. And it's not even knowing what I know because I lived in a house. It's also knowing what I know because I interviewed with past house guests this summer. And I also, since getting off the show, I was like living and breathing Big Brother. So I was, um, so even like, you know, I even just when I'm bored, like I would like Google like Keisha's birthday or dance funeral or like uh, these like iconic big brother scenes just to like kind of get to know, get to know the players. And then also whenever I was, um, you know, when I was doing my Instagram lives and before someone would go come on, even if I didn't know them, of course I would like research about their gameplay so I could talk with them and things like that. So um, I don't think I would have necessarily had the, uh, the time, eh? <laughs> or like the, like, I guess, um, like the passion behind my studying before going on the show. Uh, but I really wish that I would have known all of this before going on last time, because it would have carried me way farther. Um, but, but I don't, but then again, I don't regret not knowing that because what could I really do you know, when I only had like two to three months to cram. So I don't know. So I guess my advice is if you want to be on the show, like truly like, so and study the show, but it goes beyond watching it. Like, because also there's so much that the live show cuts out as far as strategy and all of that goes. Like they show a lot of it, but a lot of the strategies on the live feeds and a lot of the strategy you don't really see laid out for you unless you're reading the Big Brother Wikipedia page or listening to Rob has a podcast or um, even just like Googling articles that were written on previous house guests. Um, but then again, but also with that being said, like, don't be a robot about Big Brother because then you're not gonna, you know, I guess like have all that stuff in the back of your mind, but still like, you know, still be yourself and bring like the intangibles in with you. But I don't know, I guess just study as much as you can. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I do, I do want to know, Kat, what's next for you? Like you have this awesome platform now. We got to see you on Big Brother and now you've got your podcast. Like, do you have anything else? in the works or ways like the best way we can just keep up with you well first you got to get out of damn quarantine <laughs> everyone wear your masks so we can get out of the house <laughs> because i, I am so i am so 100 with you on that yes, yes. yes and i almost oh like okay also last weekend i got such a bad case of fomo because i was like at, i was sitting in my apartment 
by myself. Well, actually, my mom was over. But still, I was sitting in my apartment, and I was, like, on Instagram, and I was, like, watching people's stories. And, like, I know that Texas is open up. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, people were, like, I was, like, y'all, is there not a pandemic going on? Like, I thought we were in this together. Like, I thought that we were all quarantined. Like, what's going on? But everyone was, like, out having fun, partying. And I was, like, wow, I've not done that since March. So I really hope that things can really, really open back up again, and we can and then go back to what we were before because I miss my life from before this. It was so much fun. I was always traveling. I had like a good group going that we were, we were going to, uh, we were in Vegas and Mexico and we had a trip planned for Vamp. And of course that got canceled. Um, so until all this goes away, then my life is kind of at a standstill. But in the meantime, um, I am going to be working on, you know, my podcast, of course, and taking that to the next level. That's become my, um, my project and my passion um so i'll be releasing two podcasts a week during the season of big brother um i'm doing i'm i got credentialed by cbs so i'll be able to do interviews with the evicted house guests every monday following their eviction so super excited about that um and really just kind of uh this summer everything that i'm doing or i guess not this summer i say this summer because big brother is usually the summer this uh from now to about three months from now, during the Big Brother season, I will be glued to my TV and the live feeds, uh, just watching watching a bunch of other people live their lives. On it. So, so I don't feel so bad. Like, I don't feel like such a, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, I, these past couple nights, I haven't gone to bed before 5 a.m. Oh my God. And then I like to wake up at like 10.30, because then I feel like my life is worthless. If I like, I, like that's like sleeping in. So then I'm like, okay, so I gotta get my day started. So then I'm lacking sleep, it's horrible. But then it's so like, every time I tell myself, oh, I'm gonna go to bed early tonight, I just do it again. I sit in bed. And also I move my TV to my room. So that probably didn't help because I've never had a TV in my room. access now, yeah. Yeah, I've never had a TV in my room. So now I'm like, I'm like, well, if I'm laying in bed, I might as well turn it on. I should have never bought this TV, honestly. <laughs> like, that was a mistake. I should have just like stayed TV-less. I got so much more sleep back then. Yeah. Well, Kat, you have been amazing to talk to. Thank you for being so open and just giving so much information. I can't wait to keep watching to see what amazing things you have in the future planned yes, for you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And we'll keep up. So if you are not watching Big Brother this season, you can go listen to Kat's podcast, follow along with her and she'll give you the scoop. Oh, and also I just remembered. Hello, because I just talked to CBS this morning. Uh, every Friday they do this thing called uh, Big Brother Rewind and I'll be on it this Friday. Oh, awesome. So in. Yeah. So will you be, um, is that something you're going to do just randomly or every Friday? No, uh, just randomly or like whenever they ask me. They have a different house guest on every Friday. So, but this Friday is my, my Friday. <laughs> so awesome. tune in and, and maybe yeah. if, maybe if everyone asks, or maybe if everyone like acts like I'm like their favorite that's ever been on BB Rewind, then maybe they'll be like, oh, we need her back. So watch, tune in, hype me up. <laughs> Tell CPS I will, your and I know. Yes, we're gonna watch. We're gonna keep you going on there. So thank you again, Kat, so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for watching the Sarah Scoop Show. Head to sarahscoop.com for more.